This program is brought to you by the partners and friends of Creflo Dollar Ministries. Coming up next on Changing Your World. So every one of you who have been born again, the day you got born again, you got a new creation with the same DNA as God. Oh my gosh. Hallelujah, the same DNA. If heaven did a DNA test on any born again person, there would be proof that you were sons and daughters of God. Cleveland, Ohio, Dallas, Texas. The Change Experience is on its way. Join Pastors Creplo and Taffy Dollar for one night only, March 6th in Cleveland, Ohio, and April 24th in Dallas, Texas. As soon as we found out that it was happening again, my friend found out, booked a ticket straight away. It's really, really, really changed my life. You don't want to miss these special events. Go online to get your free seat today. Religion used to misunderstand this whole thing, and they would say that black people were cursed because of, uh, of Cain, and that the mark that God put on Cain was supposed to, you know, it, it, was, a, it, was, a, it was a black mark, and so black people came, I, I guess it must have spread, black people came, <laughs> black people came from the curse of Cain, and, 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 and actually, it was a mark that God put on Cain that symbolized his protection. And so anybody that would mess with Cain would have to mess with God because of that mark that we put on him. And we've experienced being in religious uh, congregations and people wanting to turn around and lay hands on everybody that was black in the congregation and cast a curse off of them. A friend of mine was in that same meeting and they turned around and tried to put hands on him. He said, get your hands off me. Get your hands off me. I ain't got no curse on me. I ain't got no curse on me. I'm blessed. Oh, yes. Yes. That was just plain ignorance. He didn't know. Hallelujah. Didn't know. But don't you dare let somebody tell you you are cursed because of the color of your skin. That's why Jesus wants us just to love people. Watch this. And quit having a problem with the color of the paint job. If somebody gives you a Mercedes Benz, I'm not going to complain that it's white or blue. It's a Benz. <laughs> and if you are the redeemed of the Lord, I'm not going to be talking about whether you're redeemed or not based on the paint job. 
But aren't you glad that God is a creative God and didn't make everybody the same color, look like the same, all that kind of stuff? And now we just got to get over this next hurdle. We got we to gotta learn how to understand one another's culture so we won't be afraid of one another's culture and, and not to look at one person and define the whole culture by what one idiot does so it don't make everybody the same thing. Because at the end of the day, we are still obligated to keep the law of Christ and the law of love. And I am telling you, I don't care what. I am committed to walking in love. I don't care what you did, what your ancestors did. I am going to love you no matter what because it is the law of Christ and it is something. Jesus loved me no matter what. I'm going to love you no matter what. He's, he's equipped me to love with supernatural love. That's our problem today. We love with limitations and get mad at somebody else who will love beyond those limitations. You got to learn how to love somebody that get on your last nerve. You got to learn how to love somebody that betrayed you. You got to learn how to love somebody that wish you, wish you dead. It's in you. Now, then you can't love with natural love. Your natural love ain't going to be able to do this. Your natural love will try to love, and then you say, oh, I got to cut him, man. I no, no, no. You can't love with natural love. That's why the day you get born again, the Holy Spirit, uh, Romans uh, 5, 5, pours the love of God on the inside of you, giving you supernatural ability to love above your natural ability to love. We got to figure that out as Christians, that I am under obligation to love with a supernatural ability. That means when you hated me, when you curse me, when you stole from me, when you used me, when you betrayed me, I have a supernatural love that can stand up strong and say, I'm going to love you anyhow, praise God, because of what I got on the inside of me. I don't expect for people who don't know Christ to love this way. You don't have the equipment to do it. Because it takes a relationship with God to love this way. And if all you do is come to church to fulfill a quota, but you don't have a relationship with God, when you walk out of here, you can't do what I'm talking about. Don't worry about it. But I'm going to love. I remember years ago, this guy would get on the radio here in this area, and he, his entire show was Dog Got Creflo Dollar. Ah, oh, man, that guy talked about me so bad. Oh, my goodness. Every single day, and his show became extremely popular. Well, he had a fundraising where he needed some money to pay off something. And I just was driving in the car and just was listening to the radio. It's when people listen, really listen to the radio. And I heard him talking about that. And the Spirit of God says, send him the whole amount. And I wrote a check out, send him the whole amount. He got on the radio the next day, I'm sorry. Oh, please forgive me. Can I, can I meet him? Can I tell him I'm sorry? Well, he quit talking about me, and then they canceled his radio show. <laughs> but then he got it back, and he started back talking about me again. It doesn't matter. I just realized he needed to talk about me to help his ratings. <laughs> but when you can love like that, oh, my God, you walk on a whole nother level. You don't hang out with the buzzards. 
you come up here where the Eagles are. And once you get used to hanging out with the Eagles, you don't even pay attention to the buzzers. You got to learn how to get a, a, a giraffe neck. Amen. Okay, I got to figure out where I am. All right, now let's go to Galatians 4 and uh, verse 4 through 5. Galatians 4, verses 4 through 5. Now I want you to listen to this very, very carefully. Verse 4. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son. In fact, go back to verse 3. Let's read into this. Galatians 4. Verse 3, let's read 3 through 5. He says, even so, we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. Verse 4. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law. To do what? To redeem them that were under the law. So under the law, he's making reference to the Mosaic law, the Ten Commandments plus the 603 rules, 613 altogether. And he says that Jesus was born of a woman, born under the law, so he could come and deliver and pay a ransom to purchase our freedom from those who were under the law. That we, now watch this, now here's the purpose. He redeemed us that we might receive the adoption of sons. Now, this is important. Not only know that we're redeemed, but why? We've been redeemed that we might receive the adoptions of sons. Now, how many of you believe you've been redeemed? All right, now let's move to the next area. Redeemed so we can receive, which means something's already been made available that needs to be received. I need you to receive what I'm getting ready to show you, the adoption of sons. Now, this word adoption has a whole new approach when you look at it from how it's used. This word adoption was translated from a Greek word, which means adult son placing. Adult son placing. So it's not adoption as taking someone else's child with the DNA different from the adopted parents. That's not what he's talking about. But we are actually born of God as new creations with God's exact DNA. Amen. So when he says that we have been redeemed uh, so that we might receive the adoption of sons, he's not talking about he adopted us and we have a different DNA than he has. What he is saying is, is through our born-again experience, we're actually born of God. When we got born again, we have a new creation on the inside of us, and that new creation has the exact same DNA as God. Mm. Yes. So every one of you who have been born again, the day you got born again, you got a new creation with the same DNA as God. Oh my gosh. Hallelujah, the same DNA. If heaven did a DNA test on any born again person, there would be proof that you were sons and daughters of God. 
now, Lord, is there proof today? Well, look at, let's read a little farther down. Verse 6, Galatians 6 and 7. Verse 6 says, And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. See, the Holy Spirit is evidence that you're a son or daughter of God. He says, Wherefore, thou art no more a servant, but a son. Under the Old Testament, you were servants, you were slaves. Under the New Testament, you are a son, daughter of God. And if you are a son, then you are an heir of God. How? Through Christ. So the Holy Spirit himself cries out of our hearts, Daddy. The presence of the Spirit of God inside proves that we are sons and daughters of God. The day you got born again, the Holy Ghost came in. That's proof that you are a son or a daughter of God. Look at Romans chapter 8, verse 14 through 16. If you're a man, say I'm a son. If you're a woman, say I'm a daughter. But son implies daughter. So you can say that as well. I am a son of God. Here's the proof. Watch this. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, watch this, they are the sons of God. Look at verse 16. Verse 16 says, The Spirit himself beareth witness with our spirits that we are the children of God. Something's got to happen with your identity today. You have been redeemed and a ransom has been paid so you can receive a new identification. Oh, my goodness. The spirit of sonship brings with it a sense that we are right with God. So now that I know I'm a son of God, I'm a daughter of God, now that I know that, it gives me a sense that I'm right with God. I got to be right with God. He adopted me. I got to be right with God. I'm no longer a servant. I'm no longer a slave. I'm a son. It gives me a sense that I'm right with God. I'm right with God because I'm a son. Glory be to God. The spirit of a slave brings with it the sense that we need to perform and earn the right to be in God's presence. You no longer have the spirit of servant. You no longer have a spirit of slave. So stop trying to perform to earn a right to be in God's presence. People who perform to try to earn something from God and people who perform to try to deserve something from God and people who, through their self-effort and their works of the flesh, you're trying to do something to get into God's presence, he says that is only proof that you still think you're a servant. But people who by faith receive what has already been done and the Holy Spirit in you affirms who you are. I am a son of God. You see, under the law, God was a judge. But under grace, he is a father. He's a father. And you've got to discern the difference between God the judge and God the father. We're under the grace of God today. We are not under the law. We're under the grace of God today. God is my father. He is not my judge. He's not going to kick me away if I miss the mark somehow. He's a, God is a father. And just like you don't kick your children away if they're not behaving quite right. They're your kids. Hold on to them. Well, I'm going to teach you a lesson. Just ask yourself, would God do that to you? They'll saw that real quick. And you're talking about, I can't deal with you no more. Imagine heaven saying the same thing about your 
30, 40 year habit. And he is extraordinarily, extraordinarily patient with you. Hadn't let go of you yet. Still in love with you, you're still the apple of his eye and you don't want to extend that same patience to somebody else? Boy, please. As sons, we don't need to fear judgment from God. Look at Romans 8, 15. See, our relationship is not based in fear. Look what he says here. For you have not received the spirit of bondage to, 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 to fear, again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. So we don't walk in the fear of, oh my God, I missed the mark, God's mad at me. Oh my goodness, I didn't do it quite right, God doesn't want to have anything. And then you have the fear that you're going to be judged harshly because of what you did or did not do. No, that's not a father, that's a judge. You don't have a judge, you're in this covenant of grace, you have a father. Now get a hold of who you are. This is so very important. Our sonship comes from three things. Number one, our sonship is our sense of identity. Number two, our sonship is our sense of acceptance. Number three, our sonship is our sense of approval. Identity, acceptance, approval. Do you know those are basic human needs that every human needs to have? And people who grow up and unfortunately are not behaving right, a lot of it can be traced back to the sense of identity, approval, and acceptance. Did I, do I know who I am? Uh, have someone approved of me or accepted me? When those things are missing in the life of a human, the consequences is when that person now tries to go and fulfill those needs in all the wrong way. Because those are basic human needs, whether you're saved or not saved, those needs need to be met. So here's good news for people who say, well, you know, my mom wasn't there, my dad wasn't there, and all that other kind of stuff, and I didn't get the approval, I didn't get the acceptance, I don't, I don't know who I am. The good news is the day you get born again, Jesus takes care of all of that. He takes care of all of that. These three bring a true sense of belonging. These are basic human needs that only God can give us a true and a lasting sense of belonging. There is something about that sense of belonging. That's, why, that's where gangs come from, a sense of belonging. That some would say, I would rather be a part of a gang and have the fulfillment of that sense of belonging than to be by myself. And, and everybody in here has that sense of belonging. <laughs> That's where church is supposed to be, to help, to, help to, to fulfill that, a sense of belonging. I know you go around trying to be bold and say, I don't mind being by myself. I don't mind, I don't mind being by myself either when, when I'm tired. <laughs> but I want a sense of belonging. 
as, as everybody does. So people under the performance-based system of this world, they don't walk in the inheritance and the, heri and, and, and the heritage as sons of God. They don't walk in these three basic human needs from, from, from the grace of God. Today, people gain their identity by money, by appearance, by education, by achievement, and even their ministries. So if you're driven by these things, this is a sign of religion because the law makes people insecure, always aspiring to become instead of resting in who they are. Look at Matthew chapter 3, verse 17, actually in the NIV here. <laughs> Matthew chapter 3, verse 17 in the NIV. I want to show you something right in Scripture, and then we'll close. A voice from heaven said, this is my son. This is my son, identity, whom I love, acceptance, with him, I am well pleased. Approval. Did, did you see you see what you see what he did to his son? Let me read that again. This is my son identity. We should have that same identity. I, I'm a son of God. That's my identity. I'm not a sinner. I'm a son of God. I'm not a servant. I'm a son of God. That's my identity. This is my son identity. Whom I love, acceptance. Do you know Ephesians, write this down, Ephesians 1, 6 says you, you have been accepted in the beloved. You've been accepted. I, I don't know who rejected you, but you've been accepted. Say out loud, I've been accepted. My identity, I am a son of God. I've been accepted. Whom I love. And then I've been approved. In him, I'm well pleased. Do you know that God is pleased with you? <laughs> He's well pleased with you. And you are accepted. The law is for servants. Grace is for sons. Today, I am asking you to receive what his ransom paid for, a new identity, a new identity. It's been made available. Will you receive it? I'm asking you today to exceed, to receive that approval. to receive that acceptance. I'm loved, and God's pleased with me. You know what that did to me the first time I realized that God's pleased with me? I'm thinking it's impossible to please him. I mean, based on what I was hearing from the pulpit, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta do this again. And every time I couldn't do it perfectly, I just assumed he's not pleased with me. 
because I played, prayed 45 minutes a day instead of an hour and a half. <laughs> I guess something was missing because, you know, I had five pages of confession. I only made one page of confession. He must not be pleased with me. Satan is always going to have your identity under attack. Look at what he did with Adam and Eve. Look at what he did with Jesus. If thou be the Son of God. He's going to always, and, and as soon as you do something that's not quite, you know, the thing that religion tells you you should do and not do, the first thing he's going to come at and say, you know, you're, you're, you're not, you're not, a, you're not sons of God. Who do you think you are? You ain't Jesus. And you're going to have to rise up boldly. The price has been paid. I have been redeemed. I am a son of God. It's like he paid for my new identity. How we respond to grace determines the manifestations we see in our lives. We are made right with God by our faith in Jesus Christ and not by our religious efforts. No longer do we have to work for God's blessing. All we have to do is receive what Jesus has done for us. For a love gift of $40 or more, we would like to offer you the 10 Ways to Respond to Grace six-message series. Your ultimate faith is in what Jesus has already done. I believe what he's done first, and then I respond to it. I got to remind myself of who I am and what I have. That is my part of the fellowship of the suffering, and the only way I can do that is by faith. Stop frustrating the grace of God with self-effort and begin to respond to grace in faith. Don't delay. Call the number on the screen or go online to place your order today. We look in the mirror daily and ask ourselves questions. Am I good enough? Am I smart enough? Did I work hard enough? Will I realize my dreams? We know we're not alone in our quest for answers. It's time to come together and remember who we are. Rare. Valuable. Beautiful. Capable. Powerful. Strong. A game changer. More than enough. No more settling for second best. It's time you receive clarity about who you are. Join us for Worth 2020, a Radical Women's Conference in College Park, Georgia, March 19th through the 21st. An experience created for women like you and me. We see you. We are you. And we know after this conference, your life will never be the same. So join us. Register now at taffydollar.org. Creflo Dollar Ministries refuses to turn a blind eye to human suffering. God has given us the power and the means to meet the needs of people in a hands-on, tangible way. Rest assured that your financial donations are hard at work in the lives of people both here and abroad. We know that when people understand grace, they're empowered to change their lives for the better. Your support enables us to share God's grace with the people Jesus died to save. Thank you. Thank you for choosing to be a blessing in the lives of other people by sending in your financial donations to this ministry. If you'd like to give now, you may do so by calling in or giving online at creflodollarministries.org. Thank you and God bless you.
Can't make it to service? No problem. Join our online worldwide audience. Experience the same atmosphere of praise, worship, and teaching of God's Word from any mobile or smart device. We're excited that you've decided to stay involved as we continue our mission to flood this world with the gospel of grace and empower change in the lives of people all over the world. Because of you, Creflo Dollar Ministries is providing a new understanding of grace and empowering change in the lives of millions of people every day. Thank you, partners and friends. Your love and financial support makes it possible to bring this message into millions of homes all across the globe.